Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is December 12th, and this is for the week of December 12th through the 18th. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, what is this going to be, the third night? Yes. Yay, and we've been lighting candles and eating potato <laughs> latkes, latkes. Yeah, latkes, potato yeah. pancakes. Yeah, they're tasty. Sure are. So there you go. Happy yeah, Hanukkah. Yeah, woo. Okay, astrology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have another eclipse coming up. This one's going to be a solar eclipse. Mm. We had one a couple weeks ago. And this eclipse is going to be on Monday, December 14th. All right. And that's going to be a busy day astrologically. We got an eclipse, so there's that. There's also a new moon. Oh. And I am currently having my new moon blahs. I tend to have very low energy around the new moon in the days leading up to it. I cannot drink enough coffee. I can't really ever wake up entirely in a given day. I've actually had this since last week, so I don't know. But it's 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 uh it's a rough well I shouldn't say it's a rough go out there, but there's some even by twenty twenty standards, there is a lot of astrological activity going on right now. Great. Uh, during the month of December. So if you're feeling especially sluggish, it's okay. I mean we're we're all feeling it to a certain extent. Yeah. And these eclipses are, are fairly serious business. You know, there's just so many shifts in our lives right now. No matter who we are, we're all being affected in our career. We're being affected in our personal life. And internally, there's definitely a lot of struggles going on right now. Uh, But this is like the big push during the month of December here that's going to push us into uh, 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, uh, if by chance, you know, they always say with the new moon, it's a good time to set intentions and that kind of a thing. So if the last few weeks you feel a little unstructured or you feel life's unraveling around you kind of thing and you need to kind of get back on track, well, this weekend and especially on Monday is a good time just to sit down and say, hey, listen, these are my short-term goals and uh, just to kind of get some focus back. Yeah. If, you've, if you've been unfocused. If you haven't been unfocused, more power to you. Keep going. Uh, but this particular eclipse is in the sign of Sagittarius. So this eclipse is going to be asking you what your truth is. As a Sagittarius, I can tell you we are obsessed with the truth. Oh, yeah. Whether it's truth in life, whether it's truth within ourselves. But ask yourself, what's your truth? What's your authentic self? Like, you know... If, if what does that say? Dance as if no one was watching. Oh yeah, that, that expression. Yeah. So if no one was watching, if you didn't have the influence of your parents or whatever the government, whatever it is, who would you be? And and see what you can do with that. And and again, if you're in a place right now where that's just a little too much to ask, you don't want this whole reinvention of yourself, or you don't want to mm-hmm. dig that deep right now because you're exhausted, like mm-hmm. a lot of us are. That's cool too. Just hang in there, and again, know that if like you're having mood swings, if you're feeling incredibly up and down lately, the eclipses that we're experiencing are having a lot to do with that, and also the uh, new moon. Depending on where you're at in your birth chart, you can feel a little sluggish around the new moon as well. Mm. And we're also in the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, they also say that the uh, this particular eclipse, the sun in Sagittarius, will be forming a conjunction with the south node. And all of us in our birth charts have a south node. And the south node is not a planet. It's a point. 
in the sky. It, it has something to do with the moon. It gets a little complicated quickly, but point is we all have a south node and the south node is what they say we bring into this life from past lives it's our knowledge and our wisdom from past lives that we bring into yeah. this life that's okay. our south node it makes us feel comfortable anything south node related usually makes us feel comfortable because it's something we've experienced before we have wisdom and knowledge in that area but in life we are actually moving towards the north node which is always the opposite of the south node and the north node is the scary part because that's the uh, stuff we haven't had experience with before that's the stuff getting out of the comfort zone mm. and whatnot so anyway what i'm rambling about is with the sun forming a conjunction with the south node the, the south node can represent the past so people from your past might pop up if they haven't already they might pop up next week there might be some dealings with the past things you thought that were done and finished might pop back up again and mm. you'll have to deal with them now or you might not experience any of that at all you never mm. know with this stuff but if you are you know seeing experiencing some of that just know you are right on track on tuesday uh, after the eclipse on tuesday december 15th venus the planet of love and friendship and beauty and all that fun stuff will enter the sign of Sagittarius. Yay! Yeah. And it will stay there until January 8th. It has been in Scorpio and now it's going to move into Sagittarius. So Venus going into Sag, I would say, is good for all fire signs. So if you're a Leo, if you're an Aries, if you're a Sag, I think Venus and Sag is going to be good for you. You might feel a little extra beautiful over the next few weeks. Nice. It's also a good time to ask for favors, ask for help, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. People will be more receptive to you. I also think it's good for people who are Earth signs. Uh, Virgo, Capricorn, the other one, Taurus. <laughs> or if you have Venus in an Earth sign, because Venus was in Scorpio, which is a water sign, water and Earth oppose. So oh, yeah. maybe if you're especially earthy, you weren't necessarily in vogue when Venus was in a water sign. People wanted more watery energy. They weren't so up on the Earth energy, but that's going to change with Venus going into Sagittarius. And hopefully that will add a little more play to our lives you know, Sagittarius is goofy, energy, humorous, seeking truth, yes, but also playful yeah. and spontaneous. Um, so see if you can find a little more spontaneity in your life right now, as if we haven't had enough of that uh. this year. But if, you, if you're in, in looking for more spontaneity starting on Tuesday, December 15th, go for it. All right. Uh, what else? It's, it's, you know, it really is a busy astrological week this, this upcoming week. Mm. And I'm just exhausted just even thinking about I know. <laughs> just even thinking I know. about Look it. Look at all your notes. Um, also on Tuesday, December 15th, Chiron will go direct. Everyone's oh. favorite comet, Chiron, which has been retrograde, I believe, since July, will now be going direct. And mm. Chiron, we all have that somewhere in our birth chart as well. Depending on what chart you get online, sometimes they include Chiron, sometimes they don't. But Chiron, its glyph looks like a key. So they say that wherever Chiron pops up in your chart, that's where you have wounds. That's oh. where you have hurts that you maybe need to work towards healing in this life. For example, my Chiron is in Aries and it's in my third house. 
So if I look up Chiron in the third house, it says, I have difficulties expressing myself and communicating. Mm. Anyone listening to this podcast would say, no, you don't, Chris. <laughs> you yeah. never shut up. Ah, no um, one would say that. But uh, apparently I have difficulties with expressing myself and communicating. And I guess I do. I don't know. I mean, as a creative person, you always want to do cool stuff. I don't know. Where's my Chiron? Your Chiron, I think, is in Gemini, if I'm correct. Oh, so what What does that mean? Where's my issue? Well, yours is like, your Chiron is on your ascendant. It's your rising sign. So for you, it's how you project yourself in the world. Oh, no. Yeah, you might feel a little more insecure about that in terms of like, how do people perceive me and how do I want to be perceived? Because it's on your ascendant, I on your see. rising sign. So, but we can look into that later and oh, see. That if, sounds like a drag, right? I don't know. Well, wherever Chiron is in your charts, yeah, there's gonna be a. It's gonna be a drag, kind of yeah. like where Saturn is in your charts. So that can also be a drag. Oh, okay. And on Wednesday, December sixteenth, this is this is gonna be huge, my friends. Wednesday, December sixteenth, Saturn enters Aquarius. Why is this a big deal? I don't know, and I'm not even sure why I'm clapping. Yeah, why are you it clapping might, into a mic? It buddy? probably goes back to me having Chiron in my third house <laughs> and my difficulty in expressing myself well without com- you know without confusing people. Yeah. Um, no, but I think I've talked about this a decent amount. You know, a lot of what's been going on this year is we've had Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn, and that is. Uh, with all those planets in in Capricorn, there there was just extra pressure for us to recreate certain things in our society that haven't been working. Okay. And with Saturn in Capricorn this year, especially, and with all these changes, I feel like the Saturn, and again, Saturn is structure. It's kind of how we function as a society. It's laws that kind of stuff, and we've needed a major change in how we go about things because we have hit a wall in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And I feel like with Saturn and Capricorn, that's been kind of, it's almost like we've been in an airplane, like on the runway, and Saturn and Capricorn's just making sure everything's safe. Like, is the weather okay for takeoff? Uh, there's a weird noise coming from the plane. Let's get a mechanic to check on that before we take off. And now that Saturn's moving into Aquarius, Aquarian energy is very electric mm-hmm. it's it can be revolutionary mm-hmm. and it involves usually sweeping changes okay so that's happening now saturn is entering aquarius you know saturn was in aquarius before from about 1962 to 1964 and in the u.s that's when john f kennedy was assassinated you know that was not um a slow change it was just all of a sudden he's gone and you know, you had the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. You had rock and roll, electric guitars coming up, that kind of stuff. Just electric energy and unstable energy. You know, a lot of um, a lot going on that, that kind of started the 60s. And then, as we know, there's a lot of upheaval after that. Um, Saturn was in Aquarius as well from 1991 to 1993. That was when Bill Clinton was elected president. And was sort of the end of that Ronald Reagan into Bush uh, senior era, which spanned about 12 years. And people were like, well, we need a fresh change. Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind album came out then. I don't know how you feel personally about Nirvana's Nevermind album, but that is one of the most influential albums of all time. 
Um, grunge was popular back then, 91 to 93, or at least was hitting the, the mainstream, you know, it was popping up on MTV more. So, you know, Saturn and Aquarius is, is the mad scientist energy. It's what do they call that thing? Like when you go to a museum and you put your hand on like the ball and then like your <laughs> hair stands up, like the static right. electricity thing. Yeah. But it's yeah. like it's like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. It's mm. brilliant energy. It's eccentric energy. It's unpredictable energy. And yeah, potentially revolutionary energy. Um, but that's where we're heading over these next couple of years. It's going to be. Uh, I feel like in a way Saturn and Capricorn, where it has been, has kind of been keeping the foot on the brake saying i'm not sure if we're ready mm. to move forward yet folks we're still checking and making sure we're ready to go but now starting wednesday december 16th we have liftoff all right so we're just gonna take off wednesday december 16th and then it's just what a rise just from there is this is the beginning of a of a rise yeah okay, some sort great. of cool. some sort of new era and anything Aquarian, again, is going to be outside-the-box thinking oh, yeah. in terms of predicting how it's going to manifest and how it's going to show itself is anyone's guess. Okay. It's going to be new, and it's going to be different. Um, and it's not necessarily just going to kick in on Wednesday, December 16th. Yeah, that's Because good. Saturn, yes, yeah, so especially if you already have plans this coming week. Oh, yeah. Don't worry so about Saturn going into Aquarius. It shouldn't throw that off because Saturn stays in a sign for about two and a half years. Oh. So it's going to be affecting us over the next two and a half years. Okay. And, and two and a half years from now, honestly, I've, well, I could say that about any time. Our lives <laughs> any could point be totally in our lives. different. Yeah. Let's all hope for um, a better future in just two and a half years. That sounds great. Sign me up. Yeah. And hopefully it is all positive. Um, but again, it's kind of this, we're, we're going to be in the lab, so to speak, and some things are going to work and some things are not. And you know, Aquarian energy is is fixed energy. Aquarius is a fixed sign, like Taurus, like Leo. That's fixed energy. They don't budge. Uh, Scorpio as well is a fixed oh. sign. So they believe strongly in their causes. Yeah, I really do. Regardless of what their cause is. Yeah. And Aquarian energy at least can detach uh, a little bit more in terms of um, people being able to communicate with each other in a civil manner. <laughs> Um, but it's just, it's such spontaneous energy. You know, it's ruled by the planet Uranus, which they say is known for unexpected changes. We're talking about Aquarius? We're still talking, okay. yeah, talking about Aquarius energy. But, you know, as a society, it's almost as, as if we're leaving the DMV and now we're going to be the test subjects of the self-driving car, whether we're oh. ready for it or not okay. for the next two and a half years. And you know, Aquarius. Let me see here. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Saturn did briefly go into Aquarius this year. Yeah, it was in Aquarius from March twenty first through July first. Oh, and that was the time when George Floyd was killed, and we did see a huge surge of energy during that time in terms of just. I mean, such an awful, awful event, of course, that traumatized the entire planet. I mean, anyone who knows that story and saw it is just like, this is just god-awful what happened here. And we saw such a, a surge of energy of people, even during the pandemic, who were like, I need to get out there and make my voice be heard because it was just such insanity, what we witnessed. It was just purely awful. Um, so, you know, Aquarian energy is, um, 
it does things a hundred percent you know there's no middle ground with Aquarian energy so yeah we are going to be going through some major changes here in the next couple of years and it might be at a quicker pace than what we've been used to although again 2020 as a primer we've gone through some major changes this year already mm -hmm. so I personally believe we're ready for it and I believe where we're going is going to be more positive that's for sure new is good new is new good is good yeah and again nothing against Capricorn energy Capricorn oh, no, energy no. is fantastic it wants to keep us safe it's cautious it usually asks what can go wrong, yeah. but that's good for safety measures. Let's let's be safe. You know what can go wrong. Sure. Um, but Aquarian energy asks what is possible, and um, and just sometimes it just it goes a little too far. <laughs> so, sure, because um, Aquarian energy is not subtle. It it tends towards extremes. Um, but let's see what's happening in 2021. It will be unpredictable and hopefully positive. And there okay. will be plenty of positive stuff that comes along with it. But uh, we'll, we'll be riding the roller coaster now starting Wednesday, December 16th. Let's segue into Ask a Scorpio. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She mm -hmm. was born October 24th. Yeah. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Oh, yeah. And every week I like to ask Elmi... A question to get her Scorpio perspective oh, yeah. on things. So, Elmi, yes. Taylor Swift just came uh, out with a new album, which I know you listened to a couple days ago. What yes. do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, somewhere in between? Oh, I give it a thumbs up. Great. Uh, any specific track <laughs> you liked? or? Yes, I like Gold Rush. Long story short, Tis the Damn Season. Coney Island's not bad. That's the one with the national. Um, I'm still acquainting myself with the names of all of these new songs, but I I like them. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I think it, it was a really fun surprise. She did another surprise album this year. She dropped one in July, and she decided to surprise us again. And it's, it's a great album. It's got, um, I don't know, just more... It's like some Lana Del Rey vibes like with the other album. But then she's also got that one song on there with Haim that is like classic country music, like the old Taylor Swift, which isn't really like my favorite, but I definitely appreciated it. It was fun. There's a line about the Olive Garden in that one. Hmm. Um, yeah, I like this uh, path she's on. It's experimental for her. There's that Bon Iver track at the end that's just him wailing which is, you know, something new that Taylor Swift has not done before, really. Um, you know, she worked with him on the last album, but this was even more experimental, and I appreciate it. I appreciate artists who are taking risks, even though they are at the top of their game. She doesn't have to do any of this, you know? Like, she could just, she could just do nothing, and she would still be at the top of her game. I mean, there are some artists like that who are just, whether you like them or not, they're on another level. I mean, there's Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Kanye. You know, it's just like a handful of people. Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter, of course, uh, who are just on that level. And they don't have to up their game, but she does. And I appreciate that. She could just keep making pop music or country pop and just do an album once every, you know, 16 months, and that would be fine. But she challenges herself, and I will always appreciate artists who do that regardless of their popularity so i recommend her new album it's called evermore 
make sure you listen if you're on Spotify make sure you listen to the explicit version there's a clean version and an explicit and I think the explicit really adds a lot more to her her storytelling to hear Taylor Swift use curse words it honestly adds a whole nother layer to the album so I highly recommend it uh thank you this has been a Scorpio's take on the new Taylor Swift album yeah, thank you, Almy. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you for being a Scorpio, and oh, thank sure. you for sharing your perspective. Yeah. And also, happy early birthday to Taylor Swift. Her birthday yeah. is tomorrow, December 13th. I didn't know that, really? Yay, awesome. Yeah. And actually, I think Taylor Swift is one of the people who will be excited, or especially excited, that Saturn is moving into Aquarius, because oh, yeah. Taylor Swift, believe it or not, has been dealing with her Saturn return oh, sure. the last few years. She was born with Saturn in Capricorn, and then about every 29 years or so, Saturn returns to its sign that was in when you were born, and they say that's, its, that's your Saturn oh. return. And that can be a challenging time. It usually starts around the time you're 27, and then it lasts until the time you're around 29 to 30. Amazing. And they say that's a time in your life when you need to kind of grow up. You're not a kid anymore. You're not necessarily a full-fledged adult, but you got to kind of get a little more serious about life. Uh, major challenges. Now, now, Taylor Swift, of course, is someone who's been basically an adult, I'm sure, her whole life. If she was performing since she was quite young. But what I was looking at was I know she was having some issues with getting the publishing rights or some she's got that guy in her life who Scooter owns all Braun. the yeah who owns all those rights or whatever and she was the masters um, yeah the masters and she was um challenging him i can't remember what happened there if she got him back or if she no. formed something else but uh that could have been something uh she was dealing with this part of her saturn return oh. it's it's just these really major challenges in your life yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I read that she was very excited for her birthday this year because this year she turns 31 mm -hmm. and she says her favorite number is 13. So she's always been excited her whole life to turn 31 because that's the reverse of her favorite number. And she believes in numerology a lot. Nice. She does a Ooh. lot of stuff with numbers. Yes. If you add up like release dates and time between them, they add yes. up to a favorite number of hers. Um, I've learned this about her recently. She is very much into reading into numbers, which I thought was kind of neat. You yeah. know, um, I appreciate finding patterns and stuff, being a paranoid Scorpio. So, <laughs> yeah, good for her. I knew her birthday was coming up. I knew it was in December, but not tomorrow. So thank you for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. And our listeners, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure everyone was wondering, when is Taylor Swift's birthday? Yeah. And now we all know it's December 13th. So happy birthday happy to birthday. a fellow Sag. Um, Yay, that's right. So huh. I think I've given everyone enough to chew on. We got an eclipse. Saturn's going into Aquarius. Chiron's going direct. 2021, we don't know. Um, but at least for this coming week, next week, real quickly, the moon will be in Capricorn on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I always mention how when the moon's in Capricorn, we can feel especially down and be especially hard on ourselves. And with all this other stuff going on at the beginning of the week with the eclipse, with Saturn changing gears, with Chiron going to direct, uh, especially Tuesday and Wednesday, just be nice to yourself the best you can. Really, um, the self-care, just give yourself a break. Take a day off if you need to, because Tuesday and Wednesday might feel especially heavy. Uh, by Thursday, the moon will go into Aquarius, 
and that'll give us some good air energy. We can maybe see the bigger picture on things, get some perspective. Maybe we'll be like, oh man, I was taking myself so seriously on Tuesday and Wednesday, but now I feel great again. What was I complaining about in the first place? On Thursday, December 17th, uh, the moon's going to form a conjunction with Saturn. So yeah, a little more serious energy there again on Thursday, uh, although it will be Aquarian energy. And again, even when Aquarius is serious, it usually is serious on a different level in terms of uh, you can still kind of play with it a little bit hopefully it's it doesn't feel like that uh, heavy earth energy when it's just like oh man what am I doing with my life why haven't I achieved more so but again on Thursday too uh, if you're feeling a little down in the dumps that's okay that's kind of what's going on uh, Friday and Saturday the mood should lighten up a little bit again uh, the moon will go into Pisces on Saturday um, but yeah, next week, a lot of Saturn energy, a lot of Saturnian energy, which uh, ooh, can make us feel really heavy. So take care of yourself uh, out there and uh, just ride the wave with this eclipse and know that we are going to be moving faster now with Saturn going into Aquarius. Where we'll end up, I don't know, but as a Sagittarius, I'm always optimistic and positive, and I think this is going to be for all of our greater good thanks for listening we love you i think almy's going to uh help us uh, relax now yeah let's all take a nice deep breath together take a moment get comfortable keep your eyes open or close them if you like and then real slowly let's just take a nice deep breath in and slow deep breath out And one more for luck. Slow deep breath in. And slow release. And thanks again for listening. We wish you a very happy week.